Bislow in the morning. Welcome to Bislow in the morning on the Bislow Network. We're going to be talking about this warrant they call the No Knock Warrant. And this is very troublesome to me, in my opinion, because most of the time when these warrants are issued, they are issued to people of color. And police have the right to go in a house or apartment and say they're the police once they're inside the apartment. And I don't see anything that comes good from this. Right now, I, I you might hear this later on the show that most of the time they have these warrants because they think the person is going to escape or get away or is the person in possession of something in their house that they would destroy, destroy the evidence. Now, that's all true, but is it worth the risk not only to the people in the house but also to the police officers? Because this is a situation that can turn real bad real quick. And I believe that these kind of rules need to be very, 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 you know, particular. It's just like a doctor. When a doctor operates on your leg, he, he goes through a procedures to check and double check, you know, to make sure he's operating on the right leg. In other words, is the right leg is the one he's supposed to be operating on, not the left one. So they got to do procedures to, you know, to make sure that they are doing the right thing. The same thing goes with these no knock, which they're trying to get a criminal, but they got to make sure their intel is uh, accurate. You know, it's it's very troublesome when you hear they got the wrong address or they even find out that the person don't even live at the address. Where are they getting these information? It's from informants. Is the informants telling it all? We won't never know. But the thing about it is, there's got to be a better way than going in the house like they did Ahmad Locke. They had the key go in, then announce that they are police, shining flashlights and what else in front of his face. And he lifted his head for under the cover and he had a gun beside him and then they just shot him because of the gun, which in quick action, they didn't know. I'm going to give them that, but it seemed to me if he got, he's raising to get off under the cover, the gun was there. Was it justified for you to shoot him? The gun won't point it. Why, what I see in the video wasn't pointed at them, but they was trigger happy and they killed the man. I think this only took less than nine seconds that they took a life away. For what reason? And then he won't the one they was looking for anyway. In fact, he, he did not have no criminal record. You know, and the gun that he had, he legally owned. 
And there's been many cases of where this has gone wrong for a whole lot of variety of reasons. And I just think it's too dangerous to send police in because things could get out of hand real quick in the home and you end up doing collateral damage, killing innocent people just to get to one person. Or a police officer could get shot for no reason because once they just open the door and then announce that they are the police, to me, game over. You are trying to say you hope the person heard you say police. Hmm. That's a lot to risk. Especially in this case where you already you had the key to the door and goes into the apartment and then say you was police and then you got light shine on on the person. You know, when people wake up in the middle of a deep street, they are not completely got themselves together. So you got to put that in consideration. So you go in there, and I heard from the, the what they call the uh, acting chief of police, that the police was protecting the people in this group. Well, who don't the homeowner or the person who have a, a gun has the right to protect themselves anyway? Or is that only a law to consider to some people? but not other people. If you got a gun and you got the gun legally, you didn't buy it off the street, you got the gun for your protection and you got it on you, are you now saying that because I might not, he didn't even live there, I'm living, I'm, I'm staying somewhere, I just got a gun sitting there laying under the cover with me for my protection. I'm wrong, and I deserve to be shot? Really? Or we just got two standards in this country. It's, it's just seeing if black people get, do get the guns the way they're supposed to, legally, not hot off the street. I'd be worried about my brothers and sisters of people of color that got guns like any other American, but they still got to go through a chance of getting killed for having ownership of a gun legally. So, this is what we're going to do. First, we're going to define out what is this no knock warrant? No knock warrant. Type of search warrant for law enforcement entry to property. In the United States, a no knock warrant is a warrant issued by a judge that allows law enforcement to enter a property without immediate prior notification of the residents, such as by knocking or ringing a doorbell. In most cases, law enforcement will identify themselves just before they forcefully enter the property. 
it is issued under the belief that any evidence they hope to find may be destroyed between the time that police identify themselves and the time they secure the area, or in the event, where there is a large perceived threat to officer safety during the execution of the warrant. Use of no-knock warrants has increased substantially over time. By one estimate, there were 1,500 annually in the early 1980s whereas by 2010 there were 60,000 to 70,000 no-knock or quick-knock raids conducted by local police annually, the majority of which were looking for marijuana, where there is a large perceived threat to officer safety during the execution of the warrant. Use of no-knock warrants has increased substantially over time. By one estimate, there were 1,500 annually in the early 1980s whereas by 2010 there were 60,000 to 70,000 no-knock or quick-knock raids conducted by local police annually, the majority of which were looking for marijuana. Amid nationwide protests in response to the police killings of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, there were extensive calls to end no-knock warrants. Critics argue that no-knock warrants were prone to lead to deadly use of force by police and the deaths of innocent people. No-knock warrants also conflict with the right to self-defense, stand-your-ground laws, and the Castle Doctrine which explicitly permit the use of deadly force against intruders. This is Beslow in the Morning. Yes, this is Beslow in the Morning. And I'd like to give you some information of where this no-knock warrant originally started. You probably think it was in the past 10 years, but here's some information to let you know. It's much, much longer back in time. History The use of no-knock warrants is a product of the country's war on drugs launched by President Richard Nixon in the 1970s, and which gained momentum in the 1980s under President Ronald Reagan. It is associated with the militarization of police. One of the things that happened that's right in this present time that's different from way back in the day, people don't know each other. They don't communicate with each other. Most people don't know their neighbors. They stay to themselves. And one of the things in our society, we we were taught to somebody over our phones instead of talking to them face to face. And that creates some problems because we'll say things through social media that we would never say if we up in somebody's face. But this is also what happened to our police departments as they got more and more surplus from the wars that we had, they started buying all these different vehicles, armor tanks and all that, you know, military style weapons. And, and our police is not supposed to be like our armed forces. One of the problems I find in, in, is police, one time the police know their neighborhood. They know who's there. They know the the, the, the the lady that got issues with mental health or the young man that got problems. They know who's in their neighborhood, uh, who's, uh, you know, they just know the people by name. And the people in the neighborhood know the policemen. One of the differences is if they just did a recent survey for our local university, ODU, where 
most people that are white trust the police in their community where most people of color do not trust the police. And one of the things is there's no communication. There's no, it's, it's them in a the car with their guns and their computers and all. Don't know the people, could know what, what they expect when they go. You know, remember back in the old show, I don't know because generations change. If you ever looked at the Andy Griffin show where the drunk always go and lock himself up in the in the jail instead of Andy had to come get him because he know he don't need to be out there in those streets. Where right now, when police come up, they don't know what they're going into, don't know who the people, who the characters, you know, they should know who's in their neighborhood. And, you know, and when they see somebody that's out of, especially in a neighborhood of color, is somebody that's out of, is out of the way, they should pick it up immediately that there might be a problem with this person or there. And, but instead, they come into situations where they don't know none of the players of the neighborhood. You know, it could be an argument between two people. But, you know, you, you, you got to get to the root of the problem. It's so different now. Is that they don't know and some, let's be honest, talk to you like you're not an adult. They talk to you like a child. You know, it's it's really bad. And when I think the worst word was in the real uh, it, 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 that came out in the last two years is uh, when they say stop the police. Instead of uh, using a better slogan, but there need to be a change to even help the police. The police are doing more than what they need to know. They're not supposed to be social workers. They're also not to, supposed to be mental health workers. Police are not designed to go in and in situations that they have no training in, especially when they're dealing with mentally ill people. And it it's need to be changed so the police can do a better job. One of the best things is get to know your community that you're working. Get out of that car and talking to your partners and start talking to people in your community. And you, you will hear and find out more things if you just start speaking and holding conversations with people in your community. Now I'm going to get to what we already talk about. What is the controversy of the no-knock warrant? Controversy. No-knock warrants are controversial for various reasons. 
there have been cases where burglars have robbed homes by pretending to be officers with a no-knock warrant. There have been many cases where armed homeowners, believing that they are being invaded, have shot at officers, resulting in deaths on both sides. While it is legal to shoot a homeowner's dog when an officer fears for their life, there have been numerous high-profile cases in which family pets lacking the size, strength, or demeanor to attack officers have been shot, greatly increasing the risk of additional casualties in. When I listened to that article about police killing animals, this brings back to the point. What you expect, you go into a home, you don't live there. Do you expect a dog to say, hello, glad you're here? Or it's, it's going to be acting protected over the people that that animal love. So you kill the animals. And this article says some of the animals was just probably just barking like little, you see those little teeny dogs, they like, they got a lot of mouth, but they really can't do nothing. But the thing about it, you also kill people who are, you know, was alive one minute and you take them off this earth for reasons that to me don't make sense, especially when nobody is threatening you, but you put yourself in a situation that might take your life too. I'm going to pray for the family of uh, Mar Locke and I pray for the city of Minneapolis because my God, it just seems like it's one thing after another. I'm also going to play, pray for the families of the police officer who acted and to me was wrong because they was probably giving orders and they was carrying it out and I hope they come to grip and realize their actions they need to come clean and not try to justify a killing of a man So I'm praying for everybody and hope that the city, the state, and the nation just try to get his hands on this and make sure that nobody else lose their life over this senseless law and a want that harms everybody. There's got to be a better way than this. It's got to be, Lord. It's got to be a better way. Well, I know you say 
Where's the music? And the uh, the prayer and all that. And, and I just did the prayer that I just hope the country will will not be in turmoil. We got enough going on in this country right now. We don't need to like the frames no more. Until next time, this is Bezlo or Bezlo in the morning.